Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, These are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Yeah, so without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Well, Miles, we're sure to be joined in our third seat by the original super producer. She's the host of Ethnically Ambiguous, the producer of many of the great shows on this network, including this one. It is super producer Anna Hosnier! Hi, 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 hi. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi. Her famous catchphrase. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, Branded. I think we should be just transparent up front here, a little transparency. See? In the moments before this episode was scheduled to record, uh, we did have a special expert guest booked with a with a very particular set of skills, mm-hmm. and they canceled like 15 minutes before family emergency. We're not going to say who it is; just you know, sending good energy there. Liam way. Neeson. <clears throat> it, it is Liam Neeson, but yeah. we're we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But usually that's no problem because our show is based on the news. We have the news stories, and we just get a guest special guest guest to come in today we had a doc full of questions for liam neeson in particular yeah so we were like what what we do what are we gonna do super producer Anna hosnier steps into the fray bravely and is like i need to tell you about what i've been watching on streaming that is what we were going to do today Anna, and how also are you doing? Yeah, also it's... been steadily being like Golden Bachelor. When are we talk? When are we talking about Golden Bachelor? Yes, and we said, you know what? Let's swap one expert out for another. And That's here right. we yeah, are. it's funny when you said the just now when you said super producer and then my name, I felt like a like a chest pain pang. Anyway, I don't know. It probably isn't related. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh, even no. joking. Sometimes I just sometimes someone says my name and my heart stops. <laughs> Because the idea that I now have to respond to something is just too overwhelming. Spotlights on you. <laughs> Spotlights on you. You ready? <laughs> so this is life, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So this 2023. Is 
turns sure. out. Yep. How are you? How are you doing? You still getting out there, wh- whacking the tennis balls around? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Did you? Did the Coco Golf title victory? W- were, yeah. were you watching? Yes, I was watching Legend Dairy. Legend. 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 Golf. I have a question for you. Yeah. My esteemed partner said, I said, she's a legend. And he said, but she's not dead yet. And I said, I'm sorry, what? And he said, you have to be dead to be considered a legend. Now, I don't know where this opinion came from out of him because he Uh, doesn't really say much. So (laughs) I'm like, is that true? I don't think so. No, you, you respond with this. Legends never die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. I responded with, I'm sorry, are you stupid? Just joking. I'm not that crazy. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I just was like really sort of taken by this opinion of his. No, like, you don't have to be dead to be a legend. That's what I thought. I was like, well, I literally say everything is a legend. Yeah, exactly. It does feel like the sort of thing that if you called like a great comedian who was like in their 60s a legend, they would be like, screw you. That that makes me feel old. That makes me sound old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that that sort of thing. So I I could see that, but I, no, it's a, there's nothing that that says you have to be dead to be a legend. And of course, legends never die. As Miles yeah, pointed out, exactly. And also, if we mean in the more like colloquial way that Aussies use it, like where it's like, oh, fucking legend, legend. You're just you're just tight as fuck. Yeah. So yeah, we we rock with you. What is something from your search history? Well, a lot of it's medical. So <laughs> it's a lot like, do I have a tumor, MRIs and cancer? Um, uh-huh. h- how many pounds are in a stone? I recently looked up. That's 14 pounds. 14, yeah. I don't know why in America you go to your doctor and get weighed and they put it in stones. Like, I they don't do? understand that. They Wait, do. Wait, your doctor put it in stones? Yeah, maybe it's a woman thing. But like... You get on this scale and they put it in stone. So you have no idea. I, I don't know whether women have just ran from the room. I, I don't understand what's happening. So I had to Google how many pounds in a stone, which turns out to be 14. Yeah. How many stones is it then, love? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm 15 stone, isn't it? 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but so that is so weird because I just, that to me is such a like British weight like measurement uh, metric for weight that is really okay i guess i don't i probably don't know anything where doctors like yeah a lot of the scales just have both on there maybe but like they're writing it down i don't know how they write it down but you have no idea you're like okay i don't know what that is but sure right so uh so they have both in it (laughs) (laughs) keep doing this so i google a lot of medical stuff yeah 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 which is weird Stone always sounds very primitive to me and dumb. Like, oh, they just like said how much a stone weighs. Like they found one stone and we're like, you weigh this many. But then I realized that we use feet, (laughs) which is like even dumber. Like, right, right, right. Just our length is like, yeah, that's how many like how how many feats that like somebody if, if you stacked people's feet steps next to each other. So, but isn't it done. like because it's all because it's, it's like done. the king's foot or whatever yeah. was that long? So then that's how it's like. Well, this god person's foot is this big, so that's how we measure things. And did your height change when one king died and a new one was born? Oh, I don't know. That's You're like I'm question. seven three now that the baby king has now taken king, over. Now that <laughs> Prince Henry has ascended. <laughs> well, for but a like, long time, 
uh, you know, you shrink as you get older. And mm-hmm. I, I went for physical and they're like, you're, sh- you shrunk by an inch. And I'm like, I'm so young to shrink by an inch. And then I told my mother and she's like, you've never been that height. You've always thought about your height. <laughs> you, you've always been that height. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you've never been that height. You've never, never been, been such a wild <laughs> thing, this thing to say. You've never been that height. So yeah. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, yeah. Don't she worry. She just like fine. has this like flashback of you standing on your tippy toes at the doctor's office, like when you're growing up. I guess like, she always knew doctor. I was lying. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> to myself. And, uh, yeah. To know the origin of the stone, it's because they needed a like they were export. Uh, England was exporting so much raw wool that they needed to create a standard. So the royal statute fixed a stone of wool at fourteen pounds, mm-hmm. like, and then. A sack of wool had to be 26 stones. So it's all because of the wool export. Mm. Well, that transfers to weight. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, That's I don't know. It's the first thing. Sack of wool, by the way. To humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what's something you think is overrated? Overrated? Capitalism. We know hey, it. Everybody what? knows it. Not we on are this tired podcast. of living nope. in this system. <laughs> Okay. We're okay. huge fans, but okay. Tell us what's wrong with <laughs> capitalism, I guess. I don't know. Just the way I guess it exploits human beings, animals, nature is destroying the planet, is is grinding us all, crushing yeah. us all. Yeah. yeah. Completely anti-democratic, uh, uh-huh. unequal. Now listen, mm-hmm. do I what have else, a solution? Though? Not quite. <laughs> Not exactly. I'm halfway there. I'll t- I will tell you what's over. Any overrated. move away from it is, I think, a solution. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah, more like, is it capitalism? Uh, yes, then don't do that. Giving me hip skin cancer, presumably, <laughs> for, for my iPhone 12. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to do what I did. You, you got to skip win. from the 10, 10 straight to the 14. You got to get on your ex's family plan. Wow. And, and ingratiate yourself <laughs> to her parents and just stay there. Wow, the what a move. <laughs> 10 yeah, to 14. I mean, I'm about to go 12 to 15, but okay. may, maybe I should wait. That's... It's three years feels like a long time to wait. And I was kind of taking pride in the fact that I've waited so long to upgrade. And it turns out the only thing that that has got me is excess radiation. (laughs) Okay. Counterpoint, stay Uh with the longer, more radiation. What powers might you accrue? Exactly. What cool things might happen? Yeah. Just a lot of unwanted body hair, like on your hip. Like from where your pocket is, probably. <laughs> it's like, I got a real tuft of hair here that just won't go away. Or in my case, just like a perfect rectangle of no hair because oh, right, right, like right. everything else is hairy, but just a, uh, yeah. Weird. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's where you'll get your matching it glows tattoo. A little bit. I know. I, I am I am wondering on the tattoo thing, is 43 too old to get your first no. tattoo? No, not like. at all. That's the perfect time, actually. You've lived so much life, you know what you like. Your body's in the second half, quite frankly. Like you're you're yeah. committing, but not for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll look, exactly less. <laughs> it'll look good in like twenty years, still. You know, right? Like right, versus right. like a lot of tattoos you get when you're young, and then you start being like, I gotta kind of maintain some of these, or they just yeah. end up looking like old sailor energy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What's yeah. I think what's exciting about that is you could go really big and bold for your first tattoo. I mean, yeah. I started at 18. I was getting little tiny stuff, piecing it together, you know, mm-hmm. little stickery right. type of stuff. You could just go, I'm going full sleeve. I'm, I'm getting the right. chest tattooed. Whatever. Yeah. Ooh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Phoenix, back tat. Yeah. Phoenix, back tat. Have you seen that, Deanne? I don't think I, don't think I have. 
Yeah. Ben Affleck has the wildest Phoenix back tattoo. Here, well, I'm gonna I'll bring it up. So you ever seen the see. cover or the the movie poster for the film Red Dragon? Oh my goodness! I was about to say <laughs> I couldn't imagine that it would be good. But it's and not it isn't. terrible. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> absolutely. But it is it better like, than I thought it might be. It looks like it's cracking a little bit in places for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. That, oh, what, I think they could that be that like that part of the design. I think there must be some. Yeah, because it seems like consistently going through. But hey, look, he's a phoenix rising from the ashes. That's Listen, I'm know. I'm body positive, And I will say there's something about that tattoo that really accentuates the muffin top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does towards the end. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Also, does making fun of people's tattoos count as being not body positive? Listen, I think now that it's on I, their I think at the end of the day, all tattoos and I have a bunch mm-hmm. actually look kind of stupid. Like right. they're all kind of bad. There's really right. no such thing as like a great tattoo. They're still fun to get, I think, and it's like a fun way to decorate your body. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think we got to make fun of tattoos. Yeah. We gotta make yeah, fun of our own tattoos. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Not to say that they're I mean, bad, but let's have fun. We look. We this put is going to be flaky. In. Yeah, I'm going to show you my most recent tattoo. I got this in my 40s. You guys, it looks like it came. It looks like I'm a huge fan of jam bands, and I got it in the 90s <laughs> when I was like 19. I I just let the artist do what he wanted, and then I was like, eh, I don't love it. It's brand new. It's brand new. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Um, this this mushroom here. Oh, wow. There you go. Mushrooms are definitely having a moment. Mushrooms are, they're having a moment for sure. Mushrooms are all right, but there's so many more, let's say, beautiful mushrooms than this jam band, space age, whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Black light poster. Thank you. And it's like, is this my personality? Not really, but people are going to think so now. And whatever. You have to adopt a mushroomy kind of vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got to start doing more mushrooms. You got that psilocybin (laughs) on you? (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I have weaned myself off antidepressants. That is my mental health care plan, is to just do mushrooms like every three months in the woods. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there are benefits. There are proven benefits. So you're not not far off. You're not far off. You guys microdosing, you macrodosing. I do it all. Yeah. (laughs) I do it all. Micro to macro, but mostly micro (laughs) because that's been the I've I've I yeah, it 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 it's been like wonderful. But even like for like socially on the weekends, like where I used to maybe like want to drink a ton or do like do shit like that, I've I found just a little bit of psilocybin gets me vibing. Oh, I like that idea. I've never, I have never experienced it in that way. Yeah, yeah, like knocker before beer, never fear. (laughs) (laughs) Little psilocybin gets you vibing. Gets you vibing. You know that. There you go. But you don't go quite, you go a little bit over, you know, like what a microdose would be, but not enough to go like, you know, asking like, is this forever? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I did not get to it for this is, is this forever place, but last time that I did mushrooms like a month or so ago, I definitely found myself wrapped in my hammock in the woods, weeping, but in a mm. cleansing way, yeah, like an inside heart. shower. Love a yeah. good cry. And, yeah. then, and then kind of emerged from the hammock as if from a womb, reborn yeah. into the yeah. world, which is great. That's one of the... One of the things that capitalism doesn't afford us is like that, that we're probably missing most as people is just like a good cry wrapped oh, in yeah. a hammock God. in the woods. I feel oh, like... Yeah. Probably before everyone was keeping track of your time and stuff like that, people were spending, you know, twenty percent of their time just weeping. <laughs> like, yeah, just get oh get, it, so, get the shit out. 
what are you saying? Should I start a wellness retreat in the woods? I think so. I, I'm doing it. I'm charging $999. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> just capitalism just immediately eats everything. There's right, no, right, right. And they're like, I no trust Deanne. They got the mushroom tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I am it's committed to the lifestyle now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Damn you it. could you could easily grift with that tattoo for sure <laughs> over right. someone who's a little t- overly trusting. Oh man, I don't even remember if we have we done underrated yet. No. What? Oh, we that's, have not. That's how, how much good of this a lark is, this overrated having. and underrated and search history's been. I forget where we are. What is something that you think is underrated, Matt? Oh, I'll tell you, <laughs> Miss Rachel. Okay. Do y'all is that know the name of the horse lady? That's the name of the horse lady <laughs> that I named. She's so big. They're <laughs> as big as I wanted them. No. Uh, <laughs> as big as I wanted. Dude, them. you're about to pivot so hard by explaining who Miss Rachel is. <laughs> yeah. Big pivot. Miss Rachel is a kids YouTuber. Oh, who, no. Uh, she makes content for like babies and toddlers in which she like sings songs and she's in front of a a green screen and it's animated and she's you know live action and she's you know she's singing things like what's in the box what could it be do you want to take something out with me pulls out a toy explains the toy does the sign language for like the color does you know teaches babies like some sign language and some words and shows how to say the words like mama you know and like repeating and repeating and my daughter fucking loves it it's so crazy it's like (laughs) she we put it on and she has the biggest smile on her face and i'm like i don't know who this miss rachel is in real life but i hope she's making so much money off of this i'm sure she is like what kind of views is she getting on dude millions yeah the kid youtube like youtube content for kids like that's monetized is insane it's it, the amounts are absurd sometimes right. when you look at how quickly like a video goes up in one day. It's like has three million views. It's because it, and I realized the reason is because you just play that video over and over and yeah. over because it's the one that makes them shut the fuck. <laughs> OK, and listen, she does I, have a I master's in music education from NYU. So okay. that's that makes yeah, me feel good. That it's yeah. not just because there is some children's entertainment on YouTube that is purely guess and check. Like we yes. we put a thousand AI generated videos up here. Most of them are disturbing and look like the inside of someone's brain as they are like having a bad acid trip that kills them. <laughs> yeah. And but like one out of a hundred like kids really fuck with and we yeah. just learn from that and keep making more and more disturbing cocoa melon or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. good that there is somebody on YouTube who is like, I studied education. Right. right. Someone who's not like just gaming the algorithm with AI. Because listen, right. as much as I love AI, because you can make the boobs as big as you <laughs> right. want. Yes. Thank you. I don't want my children to make the boobs as big as they want. That's right. Because the, the, I guarantee you that like Karina, she wants to the boobs way because she wants the milk yeah those feed yeah yeah those are yeah that's called bio it's called evolution what is it called uh yeah. evolutionary psychology that's yeah. what i was gonna say yeah so we learn everything yeah i was gonna say those words it is nice though like when you're like oh thank god this person isn't just a failed improviser right who decided to pivot to kids I know. content because like, think about like bloopy and stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're just seeing the sadness behind every single time they sing Patty Cake. Yeah. <laughs> Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. Yeah. I never made a backup plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, she's, she is like wonderful. And, uh, you just get like this, uh, you know, this like camp counselor energy that I remember back when I was like, you know, a little bit older of a kid. I used to just cringe at this, you know, like these adults who sang these songs. Right. We're like, like, hey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, Lou, I'm happy. But then you see like them doing it for a baby and you see the way the baby reacts and you're like, you know what? You do have a place in this world and it is fucking important. And thank yeah. you for doing this. <laughs> have you ever turned your back yeah. for a second and the YouTube algorithm starts feeding your baby a 9-11 truther video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can actually with AI you can on the twin towers you can make the boobs as big as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good. Dude, her biggest video is four hundred ninety-one million views and it only yeah. came out a year ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, a uh, hundred million of those views are me. So Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so far we have not let the YouTube algorithm uh run. Uh, it's right. of course she can only last about like I think w- 40 minutes before she is just like, you know, she wants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, totally bored or start getting aggro. Yeah. 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 I like it. It was weird how happy I was when my, my kids started like having the attention span to uh-huh. be entertained by an iPad during the length of a flight. Because oh, yeah. that is that changes everything. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's already changed our lives, uh, and it's so funny how quickly we went from united front of like we're not gonna just plot them in front of a screen, you right. know. Right. We're not. We're you know. We don't want an iPad babysitter. We're gonna try. We're gonna read it books. It's so funny how quickly we're just like, ah, turn on Miss Rachel. She's crying. <laughs> like, Please save us, Rachel. Yeah. Please save Rachel. There's she something very difficult angels. about f- seeing your child unhappy and oh. knowing that a thing, that you have a thing. You can pick yeah. up a very, a very light thing. Doesn't yeah. weigh 100 pounds. Very light thing and press a couple buttons and your child will be happy. I know. Yeah. Put their brain on pause. I know. I know. Yeah. It's it's hard to resist. They got our ass with these little Skinner boxes. Yeah. (laughs) Skinner boxes. All right. If you say it cute, it's not as disturbing. It is. Let's let's take a quick break and come back and talk about bone face, y'all. Yeah. Bom bom. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. 
well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back, and we got we got a new a new dispatch from the guy who told us that millennials wouldn't be broke if they didn't eat so much avocado toast. Yeah, I thought I thought that guy just went into hiding, but he's <laughs> back with a with an even shittier take. <laughs> um, uh, he basically, I'm just gonna play this guy's clip. He's at a business conference. And he's basically saying out loud the thing that most billionaire business owners are always thinking. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we, we have people decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID. Uh-huh. And that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they, they have been paid, paid a lot to do not too much tradies. in the last few years. And we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40, 50% in my Whoa. view. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. I mean, there is a, there's been a systematic wow. change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them um, as opposed to the other way around. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got <laughs> so <laughs> like, wow. He goes on to say, we got to kill that. We got to kill that attitude. Like, I'm sorry. Wow. What? I was wondering earlier, you said something about tradies. And I was like, what, what does that yeah, mean? Trades, so tra- if trades people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tradies. Yeah, yeah. yeah tradies. He seems uh, cool and like uh, he's in touch <laughs> and just looking out for the common man. Yeah. What a monster. Well, Holy shit. I mean, but this is the kind of thing we've seen this way of thinking play out in our own economy, like with the Federal Reserve. As they yeah. try to, quote, tackle inflation, which is really diluting worker power and Fed chair and private equity mogul Jerome uh-huh. Powell gave this very euphemistic description of how they intend to tackle inflation. Um, when he said basically over the past few weeks, he said fixing inflation will, quote, require a st- sustained period of below trend growth and some softening of labor market conditions. And as he put it, quote, by reducing hiring demand, that would give us a chance to get inflation down, get wages down and then get inflation down. 
Wow. So he means people need to get kicked in the teeth uh, in the labor market so they'll take lower wages because the thinking here is that higher interest rates mean companies can borrow less and, and to still make profits, they have to lay people off as we've seen this happen over the course of the year. And if more people are unemployed, then they can pay lower wages and then presumably lower the cost of their goods, mm. allegedly. That's the concept that they, they, they point to. But all of the research shows that the wages are not driving inflation, despite every billionaire wanting to kind of keep this narrative going. It's like, we got to pay these people so much now that I don't know what to do except price gouge the customer. It's everybody knows it's supply chain issues. It's a rising energy costs, a fucking housing crisis and profit hoarding by corporations. Yes. That's Stop what it is. Backs. Yeah. So we're just sort of caught in this like very like they're really trying to like say these things out loud. He's now. That guy who just spoke, Tim Gurner, he's like, ah, oh, sorry about that. Didn't mean to kind of a hot take from me. It's just oh, very really? Hot. He apologized yeah, for yeah. saying, wow. It's it's a very, it's like kind of, yeah, I don't know. And also the thing about him, he's also a millennial, the, the avocado toast guy. So he was just trying to be like, as a millennial that's figured it out to my fellow millennials, lay off the avocado toast, will you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did not expect him to be Australian. I've seen the headlines. I've never heard him speak before. I didn't know yeah. exactly who he was. Australians generally are the most laid back, <laughs> chill people. And I've been there a bunch. Their avocado toast is super expensive. But that's because, oh. in part, they are actually paying. The, like, cafe workers make, like, $25 an hour. You don't tip over there. It's just not part of the system. Right. Because, for the most part, people are making a living wage. This guy... He's he's the antithesis of everything I know about Australians. That's all. That's all. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's the least chill Aussie I know. <laughs> I don't know why he can't just be vibing with some psilocybin. Yeah. And vibe with psilocybin, bro. Let that's, everybody that's have thing. enough. <laughs> I, I wonder what kind of revelation he would have on a mushroom trip, though. I, I, I feel like he is. I know a lot. There's like a lot of Silicon Valley people and people like that who do take yeah. psychedelics. And I think. They they do show the limitation of that because it, it can be just like bent to yeah. whatever is of interest in your interests. Yeah, right. I don't think it can cure psychopathy or whatever's going right. on with that guy. Yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck. Just abject greed. Yeah, the, the, the story and ones like it always frustrate me because I will be like, it really seems like the reason prices are going up is because they're raising prices. And <laughs> that... <laughs> feels bad because they're not raising people's wages to go with the prices. And then when they have to talk about the fact that they're raising the prices on the things we have to buy, but not paying us anymore, when they talk about that, they say that it's actually we have it too good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when I say that, like every once in a while, like somebody will be come in like in the discord or something, they'll be like, Actually, I'm an economist and your understanding of this is ass backwards and it's actually market forces that are like forcing this shit. Like and I, I just I don't know, like maybe maybe I'm missing some large piece of the puzzle, but it really feels like the whole idea of economics and all of this shit is just like noise that has been utilized to concentrate power and wealth in the hands of like a very few and we have this thing where, like, now all of the economic indicators are telling us, like, things are good, guys. We we should be happy. But nobody's happy because things right. aren't actually good for anyone except them. 
Right. So it's it's just very frustrating. It feels like it's like an attack on like the very like I don't know. They they've done this thing like what like capitalism is overrated in the sense that it's like not a good way to run the world. But I think it's underrated in how just like persistent and all encompassing and brilliant it is. And like this is mm-hmm. just an one of those ways that it like invades language. It attacks meaning. You yeah. know, it attacks our ability to create meaning and even fucking like talk about what is happening around us. Right. In a way that is really frustrating and deflating. And I think is the real reason that it's like so hard to get any sort of revolution like going is because oh my God. it's just so fucking complicated and capitalism, you know, we can work hard. Capitalism works harder. But, yeah. you know, I am so glad you brought up revolution. I didn't want to have to say it. Uh, don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to have to say it needs to be violent, but I will say it's all these people seem to respond to. <laughs> in terms of, I don't know like, that it has to be so complicated. What freaks me out, and I'm taking this conversation completely sideways, but what freaks me out is how capitalism has kind of eaten our modes of communication, or how. I don't even this is these are new ideas and I'm saying them out loud for the first time. I'm just feeling empowered on this podcast. Yeah, no, um, you are where you know, we're all we're all hooked into the internet and we're not in control of that. That can that can be censored and taken away from us at any time. Mm-hmm. I really think, yeah, we gotta get out there. We gotta be we gotta get in the communities. We gotta be talking to each other, coming up with alternate yeah. modes yeah. of communication. And we do actually have to get this revolution going. And we need to scare the fuck out of these people. But they're just going to be like, then I'll just go deeper into the core of the earth in my bunker (laughs) and hide. Absolutely. No, they all have bunkers in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But like, this is just like this perspective of the ruling class, like market forces are not right. Like this idea that like workers should be grateful that they're paid sub subsistence wages while they get to fuck off to a tropical island, no, that doesn't fucking square with me. And right. not a single one of these mutant fuck jobs would ever dare <laughs> say that maybe they are the ones should take a hit to their fucking wages. Yeah. Never. Do you think you're a million times better and like smarter than us? Because you have a million times more money than right. any any of us have. You have oh, like I'm sorry, a you million can, times. You know how to assemble this fucking automobile? Right. Go ahead, asshole. <laughs> right. Get on the fucking line. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to fuck up and hurt yourself because you don't know what the fuck you're doing because you've, you know, laughed your way up to the top because of the class that you come from or the, the place you were able to climb to. And I think that's what's really like, I think that's what's really fucked up is that there's this continuation if you're just watching like CNN or some shit where they're never going to be like, I mean, maybe one, maybe one like, like side commentator might be like, well, why don't CEOs make less? Like, why why are we not asking someone who makes twenty five million dollars a year? Can they they'll say that, but they'll treat it like it's a childish complaint. Yeah, no, exactly. And because the whole because what they're saying is the whole game is that you should aspire to get to that point. You don't want to stay at this low point because that's for that's like that's the worst. And we're not interested in making the lives better for people who have to work like wage jobs or whatever. And it's just the yeah. And I think that's the part that a lot of people, they just feel that inherent unfairness of it all. And then you get people like Larry Summers who just like second that from like a tropical island. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It's like the workers need to like pipe down. Like this is wild. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy. Mm -hmm. 
That's Kevin! right. That doesn't yeah. sound right. Are we sure that's right? That's his name, Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go with that. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy has announced that the House will open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, despite the fact that their hearings and investigations haven't really turned up any evidence against him directly. No. I'm going to go take a nap. This yeah, really makes me tired. <laughs> well, we kept talking about how they would do things. They're like, we got a whistleblower, okay? Uh-huh. But they're too scared to testify. Uh-huh. And then people are like, is there a whistleblower? They're like, I don't, honestly, I'm not even sure uh-huh. there's a whistleblower. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? I actually, I don't know. <laughs> what define whistle? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know somebody who was willing to say some bad stuff about Joe woo, Byron. Woo, woo. But uh, other than that, I don't know. And like, he's also doing it without taking a House vote. Which before he was like, I'll take a House vote and we'll see what happens. You know, the polling in a lot of battleground states has says most people are like, you know, 56 percent like an impeachment would be just a stunt, like a partisan political stunt. Like no Mm. one's like looking for this. But I think the other big thing about this is he doesn't even have the support of his own party. It's like a lot of Republicans are even worried about how like the whole hack of it all is going to look. And especially when their logic is. We need to open an impeachment inquiry so we can find out more stuff and then we'll be able to uncover something to impeach him for rather than we have evidence that we need to pursue that is leading us here. They're like, I don't know, man, we just need to go fine. We're going fishing, baby, but we're doing it with subpoena power. And they aren't starting with real evidence. And even the head of the oversight committee, he even admitted that every (laughs) subpoena he has issued like to banks or other government agencies, they've co- they've cooperated 100 percent given the information. And they, he's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I haven't been denied access to anything. I still can't find it. <laughs> like, really I'm, yeah, like, I'm out of moves here, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, man, you know, the term Hoover flags where your pockets are inside out. That's us, <laughs> man. I got nothing. That's yeah. amazing. It seems to be based on the logic that they like, well, the last time they did an impeachment thing, they found stuff. So there's probably <laughs> stuff here. And it's like, yeah, well, they found stuff because, like, they, they did an investigation and there was, like, a lot of shit there. There was a lot of smoke and fire. And the time before that, like, you know, I, I guess may, maybe they're hoping for, like, a Clintonian situation where it's just, like, embarrassing. They drag some shit out that's, like, embarrassing right. and, just, like, create stuff like find stuff as they're looking isn't that yeah. kind of what happened with clinton like but at this first it wasn't about Lewinsky. it was about something some some other shit i don't know I, i'm a political expert yeah yeah. i think water, it was because he water. lied to congress like lied in yeah, his depositions yeah, yeah. or something but it was really yeah. about monica ultimately but the sure. thing is like it, 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 i i don't know it's like we listen to the crazies now like growing up, my mother was always like, don't listen to that person. They're crazy here. And now it's like, oh, they're crazy. Let's let's pacify them. And, you know. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I mean, th- there's just like a massive will to try and be like, well, you impeach Trump. So we're going to get you for what? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we're going to do it because he's going to get mad if we don't. And then I don't know how to stand up to him. So we're caught in this fucking spiral till november so we'll see where it ends up but yeah it's just like there's there's just starting off with nothing and asking for more power to f- to just manufacture something and i'm yeah but and i am here are. for it and i'm popcorn <laughs> eating meme i am ready spill the tea here republic yumma 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 this yeah i don't know they, 
like the whole thing makes me tired because it's like it feels pointless, but also like there's there is a lot at stake with Biden's reputation and he seems really fragile. Does it like does it feel like there's been more people being like he seems old like in the in the mainstream media lately or am I making that up? I think that it's just a tactic because the election is coming up. So now we're like, he's super old. That's in my opinion. And I also think like the whole uh, Hunter Biden stuff, like every family can knows has a family member who's messed up. Yeah. I don't think that like most Americans are like, Oh, he has a son who's a mess. Like we all have somebody. And he still loves him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what? It you appeals know. to like this like minority of like men who are like, I don't love my kid because he's a screw up. Yeah. Like, what this guy does, he's soft. Right. I hate him. Like what? But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there is like, you know, I feel like since the earlier this year, it's like about once or twice a month, you're going to see some version of who could replace Joe Biden? Like, and it's even written by like, tr- like Democratic out, like, you know, like left leaning outlets yeah. where you're trying to, cause I think there is the thing where I'm sure the DNC looks at the polling and a lot of Democrats are like, oh, I mean, like, does that's it have bad. to be Biden? Like, that's like the energy of a lot of Democratic voters are like, I don't know, does that gotta be him? And I think now they're kind of like, oh shit, like, is, are we fucking up by like, by just like riding with this guy to the end? But I don't know. I mean, like, it, it's one of those things where despite I think a lot of Democrats maybe saying I wouldn't vote for him, it's like this thing where when push comes to shove, they're like, fuck it. And like when what the fuck I would else literally vote do? for him if he was dead. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care. Like I just don't want the fucking fascist in office. Like uh, yeah, like truly if they if if that happened, like yeah, well I'd vote for him if he was dead. Like Can I vote for like a three D projection of him? Yeah, totally. Like, the a tuna well. fish sandwich. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, Subway tuna. Yeah, Subway tuna. I would I'd say. vote for Subway tuna. <laughs> the to write-in the... candidate, our new president, Subway tuna. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> to the point about like there being a push from various sides to uh, right. make it seem like he's aging rapidly as the election approaches. There was that Hawaii story where and I'm sure that this isn't the only time that people have been reporting shit like this but there's the thing where people were like biden fell asleep on stage and that was actually like officially debunked because like the footage that they used to spread that story was like a close-up of footage that was i i guess they like blurred it intentionally and when you looked at the high definition footage of the exact same moment he's like got his eyes open and he's like blinking and just like kind of has his head down he's like nodding so being solemn it's there's definitely a push happening to i i personally like don't think he's the best possible candidate we are in the situation that we're in like there's the hill article that was like the five democratic alternatives and it's just fucking Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, California Governor Gavin Newsom. Ugh. Those seem to be the only ones that I hear being taken seriously because right. she is will be the president if he dies. And he looks like a president in a movie, I think. <laughs> is that kind right. of the main thing? With his slick back hair? That oh, slicks back real nice. 
real yeah. nice. <laughs> that slid out slick back real nice Pete Buttigieg who lost the election last time and has done like has not done anything good since then you know right except for like, like excuse the bad behavior of airlines yeah like, he's, he's like had a bad few years since not being able to beat Joe Biden in the election like that that feels like the case with a lot of these, right? Like that Harris like was like lost the election to Yeah, it wasn't Biden a great primary and has not had a good run since then. Same with Buttigieg. So the the only ones that are like new, untested are Newsom, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and AOC they have on here because right. she would be old enough in twenty twenty four. I think Whitmer is probably your best bet there. I've heard good stuff about her. The most different, like, kind of, I mean, a lot of, like, yeah, a lot of Democrats, like, have been cheering a lot of the stuff that she's been doing in Michigan. It's just, like, it's, it's just, I think the thing is that the DNC, they're kind of processing this information in, like, a, a weird way. Because what the, I think the polls, what they're not articulating is that people want a different type of candidate. Right. Like, yeah. all of these come out of the same sort of like ice tray of candidates just in different shapes but we're looking for a lot of people like are seeking something different where someone is speaking to what is happening to people in a way that actually seems authentic and believable because all these people are just super polished like political operatives they're not like the kind of people who like can like light up a room and like make every person feel like they're seen and heard and like in a way that like you know, Donald Trump completely abandoned like normal political speak, and people were like, "Whoa, that's different." Yeah, and not yeah. to say that that's better. I feel like AOC kind of has that a little bit sometimes. Yeah, no, she does, she does. But I have a, f- I mean, I can't imagine the establishment circling around her. Yeah, so no, no, that's... they would tear her, her to shreds. <laughs> yeah, like I just <laughs> the New don't York know. Times. Yeah, the second she'd be like, "I don't," I think we need to end qualified immunity for the police. They're like, "Well, there goes all your union fucking endorsements." Yeah, like, yeah, and that's all. It, it's like a fucking balancing act of how to keep certain people in, you know, your coalition, but also trying to present something that's a little bit forward thinking, and that's just, a, I think, an impossible yeah. feat for them right now. Yeah. I, I view it as like two separate things. There's like the, you know, what I think is good for the country and what I think like the country, like what ideas the country should be moving towards. And then there's the like sporting event of keeping the Nazis out of office. That right. is this one. And so on that one, I'm just like, I don't know, is Whitmer, how, how's Whitmer's arm? She lefty. Yeah. She like keep you off balance. Like, what are, yeah, what yeah. are we looking at here? Like, what, how are, what, what are the saber? metrics people say about her right so uh, from that like that's kind of how i'm going to this election is i'm just like fuck it you know let's <laughs> but oh uh, yeah the whole thing makes me very yeah. sweepy because we're in dire need of something really remarkably different and revolutionary but yes all of these they fall yeah. flat yep. i mean i sort of feel like you know there's perfect and then there's what we have to deal with and i think biden right. is what we have to deal with right now and it's like when you're fighting like real evil you have to suck it up and do what's the best alternative at the time to fight that evil 
why is he gotta be so old though <laughs> he can't this help it he's grown to be he, that why old why can't we help because he was born 80 years ago Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? that's why, why he's that old be because so... his parents had sex 80 years ago yeah. that's all oh, that's man. the only that's reason hot. why now i'm that distracted is... like... thinking about joe biden's parents <laughs> having sex during the great depression <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh but yeah i mean like Newsom has said that he wouldn't run against Kamala. And, but I think he's just being diplomatic because they've always kind of been in this competition. Like they entered the political scene at the same time with him becoming San Francisco's youngest mayor and her becoming San Francisco's DA and the state's first black uh, district attorney in 2005. And they've always kind of helped each other. But then there's also like when Barbara Boxer retired and that seat opened up, Gavin Newsom wanted that Senate seat too. But deferred to Kamala and then ran for governor. So I think part of him, despite what he says, has always been keeping an eye on the national stage. That's why he keeps fucking, you know, trying to debate Ron DeSantis. So yeah, I, I, I don't I don't count her unless you want me to. Unless you want me to. Unless but yeah, literally one person asks me to. Yeah, <laughs> In which exactly. case I'll be like, I've been called. Yeah. He's doing the thing of like reluctant guy where he's like, no, man, I've told all the donors we're getting behind Joe. Like, it just is what it is, folks. We're moving on. He's like, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. run against Kamala. And then all it's going to take is like the a slight, you know, vibe shift. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I should have been president this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I run the what is it like the fifth largest economy, basically, if California was its own true country. fuck boy energy where he's like, I, I couldn't. I, I really couldn't. shouldn't. But Winky, right? oh, I he, couldn't. He is Unless a fuck you boy. really want me to. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. totally. Oh, do you really want me to? Oh, I shouldn't. Though. I shouldn't. We really shouldn't. We really should. I'm married. We really shouldn't. But okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a quick break and yep. we'll come back and uh, talk about some things that aren't politics. Ah, we'll be right back. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back. And so the the main thing that we want to talk about on TV is just the absolute dominance of suits. It's <laughs> been watched for 26.5 billion minutes total across Netflock, Netflock uh-huh. Netflix and Peacock for the you last You really eight can't weeks. read when there's lines struck through it's, the text. It's hard. It's amazing. <laughs> this is, I am reading struck through text. It's the making, it just hit seven weeks in a row crossing the three billion minute mark. It's It's a genuine phenomenon that nobody wants to talk about because they're scared are we well let's be real that show would not really have a resurgence if it wasn't for once again our people's princess megan markell sorry hate to say it yeah how and she what she was on it for most of the seasons right except for like yeah she was on it for the majority of the show i think right she got written off later on to go do her duties (laughs) as the people's princess obviously yeah her duties to suffer under a racist fucking monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> as every as every person dreams of eventually. Yeah. Will it come for me? But again, this is one of those things where because streaming is like such a weird business model, like nobody pays nobody really pays attention to the the fact that this is like the most popular thing on TV. Right. Other than the NFL. Like the, right. just everybody's watching this. The the show Suits is entering the bloodstream of America at unprecedented rates, and people are just like, yeah, all right, well, whatever, it's Suits. I feel like in, if this was the 90s and that many people were watching Suits, there would be, you know, they'd be on the cover. They'd Meghan Markle and the lawyer with a photographic memory who didn't go to Harvard but is pretending to go to Harvard. Mike. His name is Mike. Mike. Okay, Mike. (laughs) Okay. So, producer Becca, a fan of Suits. I'm a fan, okay? Help us. Help us understand. to the viral TikToks of people watching Suits because it is now on Netflix. I succumb to the algorithm saying top 10 shows in the country right now, Suits, even though it was on a million years ago. I was someone who four, used to watch four suits. years ago. <laughs> you rewatch. You're like on suits years. rewatch mode. I'm on suits rewatch mode. Okay, I watched it on cable television when it was out airing every night. It is fun. Okay, it is a fun, good time. If you're like me, who likes to watch disassociative television, aka television that is not current because you cannot be tasked with the weight of keeping up with something, suits yeah. is great. It's a great the ketamine of television. It yeah. just takes you out of your body and makes you feel like you can just sit there. Like yeah, a horse. it's I watched it all last week as I deep cleaned my apartment. It's fun to see the shenanigans the team gets into. It's very weird to see Meghan Markle now that we know her as the People's Princess Meghan Markle uh-huh. in like such a very silly evening television show with like a a love interest that's like, oh, my God, you're better than Mike. And her hair is poorly done because they didn't know what to do with it. It's rough. Wait, they get yeah. into nanigans on this? 
They get yeah, into some shenanigans. Absolutely. Anna, did you know this before you came out with your hard anti-suits stance? You, you don't know actually have to speak to me during this segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll just sort of be don't here, but just don't worry about me. <laughs> All right. Well, just we need I'm not here. Becca, we appreciate you coming in to speak on behalf of... I needed to. Here's I needed my to millions. Speak on my people's princess, Meghan yes. Markle, a.k.a. the best paralegal to ever cross. Rachel Zane. Rachel Zane, yes. Rachel Zane. The people's paralegal. Because, like, okay, from reading a little bit about it and watching trailers for the first couple seasons... The thing that I gleaned from it is that, like, I'm trying to understand why people are watching it. And I know that based <laughs> on the sheer numbers, Jack, you're like, something is happening. But something is it is happening that here. there's something about the show or it just says to us right now that people are like, I just need to fucking get away from it all. And Suits is somehow being the most potent vehicle for something like that. Yeah, I feel like a big part of it is Netflix was really promoting it. They're like, we now have Suits. You want to rewatch that shit that you haven't seen in four years? And everyone was just kind of like, you know what? All of Netflix originals kind of suck right now. Right. I absolutely will watch Suits. And I think there is an allure to it of like, oh, did they scrub that from the internet? It just felt like it was kind of scrubbed because she was becoming the princess. Like, mm. we couldn't watch any of her former work or like the royal she had family. Really... There was a conspiracy on behalf of the royal family to yeah. like, keep it from us. Exactly. Like, she, because she was being, when she was in the royal family, you know, rebranded as. This person who is, you know, solely out there doing humanitarian work, you know, fighting for, you know, people's rights, all that yeah. stuff. They're like, we can't have her making out on television, yeah. you know, because she'd be having some raunchy scenes. Yeah. Know? That's not out here dignifying fucking some guy princess. who didn't go to Harvard Law School and <laughs> pretends to. Who is not Prince Harry. Yeah. Right. So in many ways, we are all Meghan Markle because we were being kept from our true love by the royal family. <laughs> In this case, our true love is suits. And mm. absolutely amazing. Well, I thank still, you. I just don't, I still don't get it. <laughs> I still don't get it though. Like, I get that, like, if Are you feels the mean like guy from Big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Timely reference. Uh, but like, it just feels like I get that it's not challenging plot lines or dialogue. And yeah. I think maybe there is like sort of that, like, if you have a secret or you have like there's an imposter syndrome element to it that's like relatable. But like at the end of the day, I'm like, people really just ha I feel like people just have this shit on in the background. They do. Like, I guess more I is it are people. Yeah, right. So you're not being like, yo, we got to watch it and no, we got to go through every little moment. <laughs> so it's basically audio visual wallpaper. Yes, absolutely. And you okay. can chime in and you're like, oh, my God, teehee, that was a fun joke. Or you're like, oh, my right. God, Meghan Markle really is going to make out with this guy right now. And all I can think about is that she's married to Prince Harry. And now while I'm watching the show, was she ever really going to know? Like, oh, my God, I'm marrying Prince Harry eventually. Like, you're just watching oh, and you're wow. like, oh, this is such a time capsule yeah. in American television. <laughs> okay. The acting it would take to be on a show pretending to be Rachel Zane without just breaking into laughter and saying fuck it all i'm going to marry prince harry is pretty right. that's crazy yeah it is weird that so many of our shows that we use you know we're, we're in a time where like work is killing us and there's too much work and work is driving a lot of unhappiness that like we end up gravitating towards the office and suits and these like workplace shows but maybe it's just like revisiting the you know the the scene of the crime of right. like the thing that robbed us of our humanity to like see it made right by this person who's like actually the best lawyer even though he didn't go to the best it, schools and 
Right. Because yeah. with The Office, I thought it was something to do with the time it came out and people are getting nostalgic for that. But this shit only came out four years ago. And it's not even like like I know people who are, you know, like uh, like in-laws who are like, are you watching Suits? And I'm like, wait, you're on this wave, too? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. All right. Well, All right. The mystery continues. We should get back to Super Producer Anna Hosnier's stream. Are you corner. there, Anna? Yes. Thank you, Becca. Great Thank you, Becca. But this is this is not America's streaming corner. This is Anna Hosnier's streaming corner, uh, where she's going to tell you. What, so what what should we be streaming? Everybody is streaming suits. What should they be? streaming? What's the television instead? they need to be put their put their eyes on? So you know, there's a lot of great shows that are actually ending this year, which is mm. sad. It's sort of an end of an era, but. I uh, just want to give some shout outs to what we do in the shadows. Yep. Okay. We finally find out if Guillermo is going to become a vampire or not. You know, Ooh, okay. We'll find okay. out. Okay. Anything could happen. <laughs> Guillermo. Guillermo. Anyway, I just love saying that. How to with John Wilson ended. Yeah. This show's so good, man. Devastating, yeah. honestly. That show could have gone on for 86 more seasons. I like in season three, it becomes very sort of like, break the fourth wall like him filming himself at the emmys and stuff right and right like, right it just gets so good he goes to burning man really great episode on that i like how when he went to the his the own emmy party for hbo he wasn't on the list <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's like so... i have a show on the fucking network they're like sorry josh wilson we don't have to. <laughs> he's yeah. uh the like one the early episode about the penis enhancement guy is one of the craziest things I've ever. The heard. foreskin like, rejuvenation. Yeah, foreskin rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah. He's Holy always. There were some incredible episodes. You know, I really enjoyed the one where he ends up at a sort of Avatar convention. Oh, yeah. I thought that, that one deep. was so beautiful at the yeah. end. It's just like, you know, I don't personally fuck with Avatar, uh, due to the aggressively racist undertones, but I. I like that these people were able to find something that like took them to, like, out of make the abyss. community. Yeah. yeah. If you're w- nice. if you're looking for a my cosign of the episode, I'm gonna give it to How to with John Wilson. It's like its okay. own genre of media. Like it's, yeah. it's to- totally its own thing. But for it's sure, EP by Nathan Fielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. But it's, like he has such an incredibly unique narrative voice. Like yeah, just, I can't wait to see what he does next. What else we got? What else we saying bye to? Uh, physical is ending, which was a very sort of surreal but fun dark show about suffering from, you know, eating disorders and body dysmorphia. I I thought it was very entertaining. Rose Byrne, Bryn, Byrne, David Byrne, Byrne, yeah, Bryn. I don't know. So good. She's so good. I think she has such range. Range. Yeah. I don't know. You guys, yeah. you guys don't agree? Oh, no, yeah. No, I mean, no. From comedy oh, yeah. to, you know. Do you, you guys not agree? I agree with that take. Why is she <laughs> making a slashing joke? She's a legend <laughs> from Australia. I really, uh, I I mean, I, I've loved her for a while from her days on Damages. God, God, Damages was great. Damages <laughs> is what you should be watching, not Suits. Sorry <laughs> to say it. Um, and then also, you know, her and Seth Rogen in Platonic. Holy shit. They are so funny together from their neighbor's days to this Platonic. Guys, you haven't watched Platonic. I got to say, Apple TV really stepped up and put out some fucking content this year from Platonic to Shrinking, 
even the after party season two was really funny. Shout out Paul. What's his name? Paul Walter Hauser. Mm. Hauser Walter. <laughs> Let me just start really quickly. Paul Walter Hauser. There Sorry, it is. You got two last names that both sound like last names. I will never know which one goes first, but everyone in that was really great. Shout out to that. Anyway, go look at Apple TV. Great content. Shrinking was very funny. I was Fourth. impressed. Nice. Harrison Ford does comedy. <laughs> he does. I mean, it's like one of those things, too. Chances are you probably get it for free with there's so many things you realize you get for free just from like being a member of some other thing now. Like yeah. it's I'm surprised. I feel like I don't have to pay for streaming anymore because I'm they're like, oh, you have this insurance. Will you get Netflix? <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's true. Oh, you have 12 sandwiches on your subway card. Oh, oh. you you get Hulu now for a year <laughs> ad free. Yeah. Oh, anytime cool. you buy any Apple product, they give you a year of Apple TV free. It is a little thirsty where they're like, here, man, six months, bro. You want that? <laughs> it's like, no, just needed a, a case for my iPhone. OK, check it out, though. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's physicals ending. Reservation Dogs is ending. God, sad. Such yeah. a great show. This is the third season now. Third season. Yeah. They unfortunately canceled Single Drunk Female after only two seasons, even though that show was so good. I really loved it. Shout out to former guest Madison Shepard, who plays one of the funniest characters on that show. Amazing. The, what is it? What's the person that you have to check in with after you, like, go to jail? PO. PO. Not parole officer, because she wasn't a parole officer. So maybe, like, maybe probation officer more more probation, oh, probation. officer because this person yeah. wasn't on parole <laughs> she just got <laughs> drunk relax um anyway uh also the great is ending uh which is unfortunate also a great show the other two i mean never forget the other two regardless yeah. of all the drama behind the scenes that show was next level that yeah. final season of the other two was a feat in television filmmaking jack did you come around to it I did. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Did I you? I remember the we, first couple. We had was... knives out for for Jack when he was like, "I don't know about this one." But again, yeah. to each the AIDS play. The... Are oh, you out like... of your goddamn mind? That's the greatest episode of television. <laughs> for some reason, like because we were like binging it, going from season like whatever the penultimate season was to the last season, there was like a tonal shift that like fucked me up a little bit. But I did right. end up coming. But around the to tone it. just really was like. It. Hey, you like the other two? Well, this is the other two times 6,000. Like, we are right, going yeah. full pure chaos no to a point break. where you don't know what's real and what's not. And I did like it. That's why it was so good. <laughs> I did love it. I did um, apparently, Southside is ending, which I haven't heard this, uh -huh. but I saw it online, and that devastates me because it's so funny. Yeah. And also, they canceled Z-Way after two seasons, which is... <laughs> big mistake. Big, huge mistake. Yeah. But other things to watch that are still going on real quick, I'll do a quick one, is This Fool on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Frankie Kiernan, Chris Estrada. Don't miss it. It's so good. Michael season Imperioli. two is apparently incredible. Ahsoka, new Disney Plus. Star Wars. Star Wars show follows yeah. two women of color. So get in on it. Okay. Also, mm -hmm. Ahsoka, legendary character. Of course, we have to give love to only murders in the building, baby. They came for Martin it. Short. They, they came for Martin Short, honey. <laughs> and my people rose up. <laughs> the whites were like, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Y'all came out of the fucking portals to defend that man. 
I saw an incredible tweet uh, the other day. I want to shout out from at YC. When they say white people have no culture, I remember the day they mounted up for Martin Short. And I just yeah, thought that was really funny. We both because, shouted yeah. that tweet out and shouted you out for oh, sending it to us episode, on yesterday's yeah. episode. Oh, huh. about that? Yeah. definitely don't listen. And okay. Yeah. Shout out Only Mars and Building. Great show. And then, of course, I have to give really quick some love to some reality TV. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season four, I believe started i have not watched a single minute of this and you showed me a trailer for the upcoming season and it gave me a panic that wasn't a trailer honey that was an opening (laughs) that's how the show opens that's how the show started yeah they were like oh you wanted reality tv this is theater (laughs) you're like oh wow this is shakespearean (gasps) they're bringing kids like a child choir singing underneath it that's yeah, the whole like, so show is there, like, ha, 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 and you're like, what is happening? What are they, these women are arguing about cheese? You know, you're right. like, what's going on? But <laughs> I, I got to say, the nonsensical right. Bible quotes that don't go together, like everything about this show is pure camp. And I really right. recommend it. If you want to watch a reality show, but you just don't know where to start and you want to get into some true nonsense, start watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because they are no one is doing it like them. They have no sense of what is happening in the outside world. Right. Because everything Absolutely revolves not. around them and it is hilarious. And they're all going to jail. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> These women in Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. They like a bit of fraud, turns out. They love fraud. They love to accuse each other of being in the mafia. They just genuinely have, <laughs> have they, there's no shame in their game. And no. that's what makes good TV. But yeah, I think the the real reality show that even I've been anticipating ever since you Wait. put you said it was happening. Yeah, go on. What? Hmm? Do you believe in love after love? Woo! I don't remember yes. those lyrics, but go do ahead, you Miles. believe? You yes, 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 yes. We're talking about the oh, golden. I thought we were going to take turns sort of singing it lyric by lyric. Oh no, I, there's no way I could <laughs> okay. do the vocoder version of uh, share right there. And I don't know I can I don't. It's hard. That's like you can. Well. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you anymore. There you go. There you go. You just got to do that little little windpipe action. But yeah, <laughs> The Golden Bachelor is coming out. And this is like taking exploitation to the next level. But this is exactly the kind of exploitation I needed to see. Because we have a 70-year-old widower who is now looking at... How many contestants does he have? How many eligible bachelorettes? Is there usually like 20 I believe there's 20 women vying for this man's heart yeah but like the difference being 22 with, excuse me 22 uh, senior uh, women of course but the difference here being that we've moved on from like dude anybody over 32 is gonna make us puke to saying this is a, this is purely a group of contestants between 60 and mid 70s ish for this 70 year old man whose name is spelled like jerry but pronounced gary to yeah experience the whole bachelor process with yeah, so Wait, they've it's actually spelled J E R R Y. No, it's spelled J or spelled G E R R Y, but pronounced Gary. What does that does that I read look. as Gary or Jerry to you? That's that's je- definitely Jerry. That's Jerry, <laughs> right? It's, it's look, this Gary. I mean, who knows? No, it's and not. Again, okay. that's <laughs> no, it's not. that's that's for him to okay. to figure out. But okay, I mean, Anna, you watch enough Bachelor to know that, like. I think the thing you always worry about with contestants on it, with like the youthful contestants, is like they know there's like this bachelor to spawn con pipeline that you've definitely put me on to ever since I've come on to Will You Accept This Rose. But it feels like with this, 
these are truly like women in their 60s and 70s who are like, I'm ready to be in love again. And there's like a weight to it that just feels, I don't know, the stakes feel much higher. Yeah. So they've been um, promoting this like senior bachelor for a while being like, oh, we're trying to get a senior. You know, they do this. Right. Stuff like, Maybe we'll do it. Do yeah. They've been like, sign up now for the senior bachelor for like two or three years now. And we've all been like, yeah, right. Well, believe it when we see it. You keep teasing us, but you won't give us anything. So they finally did. They brought out Jerry. But I think it, it actually took them a very long time to find the perfect lead in Gary Jerry, which I think him being a widower is key. Because one, you don't have an ex-wife being like, fucking Jerry, Gary, whatever the <laughs> well, fuck his that name would be is. A mess. That would be an episode. That's the escalation. There was like, instead of going to meet with a family, you were going to meet with the ex-wife. Oh, boy. You're still paying alimony? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's real tough. But yeah, like I think, yeah, the widower aspect definitely gives it a little bit of oomph for sure. Yeah, it gives it some oomph. It gives, you know, uh, it makes Gary Jerry a sympathetic character. He clearly didn't cheat on his wife or like, you know, I don't know, start some situation that's negative that the ex-wife can come out and complain about or the daughters can't be like, he left mom or whatever. So it's kind of perfect because he's like, I'm sad. Oh, uh, hmm. Even though his, his wife died six years ago there is sort of an energy that he might not be ready but you know what? hey that's I not know. my problem i'm here to watch tv that's so. what i'm saying exploitation to the level <laughs> i'm here for because i'm not even sure gary is like when he talks about how his wife passed away it broke my heart yeah, just like he that entire crying. studio audience did when they were hearing his story for the first time about like they were retiring together and they picked out this perfect lake house and then, like, within days of, like, getting this house, she just, like, succumbed to, like, a terrible bacterial infection. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and passed like, oh, on. My... And she yeah. was the love of his life, like, child or high school sweethearts, been together, you know, a thousand years, however old they are. And, but you know what now? He's got 22 eligible senior women, all 60 plus. There's a great trailer where they're dancing to shares. Do you believe in love after love? I don't even know what the real name after of love. that song yeah, is. Yeah. And let me tell you. They are, they are dancing like a like a big pharma. I just discovered a medication that's gonna help me with my, yeah. you know, dot <laughs> dot dot. And they are living their best lives. They're, I've they all love seen, pickleball. I haven't seen somebody put on hosiery since the eighties. Yeah. And they have like a scene where she's like rolling it up her leg. I'm like, that's a visual trope I have not seen <laughs> in a while. Yeah, it was something. And I think yeah, th this is exactly. This is kind of what you want to see are people who are actually motivated to try and find someone rather than can I stay on camera the longest, which I feel like that's most of these people seem so far out of the range of being poisoned by social media that they are going to come in with, you know, a genuine desire to meet somebody. And, and look, their fun facts are incredible. Like one of the women, Christina's, her first concert was the Beatles in 1964. Like. Hey. You know, Edith is building an ADU in her backyard and she's the project manager. Like, what? <laughs> like one lady's like, I love Christmas. And you're like, of course you right. do. <laughs> right. Because people are just going to like teach Americans how to live better because they're all retired and they just like have amazing like things to do with their Hobbies. free time. Well, they're right. like, Sandra is very proud of her high credit score. Wait, that's <laughs> Sandra? Like, of course Sandra is. Yeah, Sandra. That was the 75 year old woman. 
who yes. was looking ageless. Wow. Yeah, I would. They got a woman who's like, a former aerobics champion. That's not a thing anymore. The right, fuck is an aerobics right. champion? But Leslie. Anna, Anna, what's their? What's everybody's favorite hobby though? Uh, pickleball. They all love pickleball. <laughs> they all fucking said they play pickleball, which is also so guess wild. what? Marina, not two master's degrees. She's got three master's degrees. Oh Why? My God. Why, Marina? Because you don't I need that many master's degrees. <laughs> and what do you do with that? I'm a professional pickleball player. <laughs> and they're all like, tour. I love Bruce Springsteen. And you're like, of course you do. <laughs> it's incredible. They're like, I watch Judge Judy. Honestly, you really, it doesn't get better than this. It's like, I've never related to people on The Bachelor more. Yeah. The pickleball think- thing is interesting because they all are like, and I love to play pickleball. And I loved it. Like they cut it together. Pickle everybody ball. talking pickle about pickleball. Ball. And then one of them like does a flirty thing where they're like, I'm bringing a pickleball. He can... We'll see if you can handle it. See, how see if he, he feels likes about my pickleball. That's Marina like, with the three master's yeah. degrees. But a pickleball is just like a wiffle ball. It's not like a sexy thing. It's such a, it's yeah. such a weird like Jack, flirt. They're seventy. I know, <laughs> Jack. Pickleball yeah, is Jack. code. It's it's code for senior orgies. Uh, Here's okay. what Teresa taught herself all about the stock market. Like it is. It, <laughs> this is next level, baby. We are here. We're at the Love golden it. era of The Bachelor. Literally. They're all like, hey, do you know about 401ks? And Gary Jerry's like, oh, girl. She's like, roll I it over. I never felt so heated. You know, like, they're just like. Gary yeah, Jerry absolutely. really looks like he is just what a Bachelor would age into. Like, he, he looks so stereotypically like a Bachelor. Right, right, right. There is something strange happening with whatever his self-tanner solution is. But overall, yeah. I'm here for it. The fact that they've gone with a golden rose as the like kind of central symbol of this makes me uneasy. That that feels like it w- is as likely to be a murder weapon as anything. But okay, it's pretty floppy. A, a metal rose? Floppy. No, it looks pretty <laughs> floppy. Just aesthetics, bro. Relax. I, I saw him pick it up. It was floppy. <laughs> it's gonna be the new clue <laughs> well i will say real quick uh-huh when... there's some mysterious things about gary jerry's wife's past <laughs> no, oh, no. Jack, you better fucking watch it dude <laughs> um don't come for gary jerry larry uh <laughs> there was really <laughs> great um well he he was on the bachelor finale like after the final rose and all these the, all the new bachelors were like giving him advice they were just saying like all this stuff I-, I don't know the way they were talking you could just tell gary jerry had no idea what was going on like he genuinely was just like i don't know what any of this means mm. <laughs> like he just has no sense i, I think they're really trying to media train him to be like kind of like hip and cool but like his energy is like ha yeah it's, it's just so re- it's so norm core you know, I think that's what's kind of refreshing is that he doesn't have like he doesn't seem the best on camera, but he does seem like he's genuinely interested in having his skin look darker. Yes. Well, they're like, everyone's and... going to slide into your DMs. And he was like, oh, no. What? Oh, God. What are uh, their DMs? What? Well, oh, do you no. remember the promo? They're like, his DMs have postage on it and his <laughs> thirst traps are in a leather bound album. <laughs> And you're like, okay, we get it. Like, <laughs> don't stupid, dude. don't fuck us up it's with your like, bad copyright. Just let Gary thirst, Jerry do his thing. Uh, uh, traps are these to catch a uh, lobster? Here's the mm. thing, though. How many people? 
from this cast are going to get found out because whenever there's a season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, people always find a way to be like, this person was actually the former grand wizard of the KKK. <laughs> oh. And they're like, oops, ugh, sorry. It is true. Now, here's the thing. Gary lived Jerry long is enough. from Indiana. So we do have to kind of be like, Gary Jerry, we're going to have to see who you've been donating to for the last, like, 20 years. Yeah. Because, uh... I, I'm just, I'm, I feel like we're going to, some, some people are going to slip through the cracks. And I feel like inevitably. The other loafer is going to drop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When's the other foam shoe going to drop? Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. What do, you, what do you think the chances are? Is it pretty much guaranteed every season, Anna? You watch enough to know if every season they're like, y'all fucked up again? A lot of them more recently as like the internet has become, you know, easier to find everyone's goddamn everything that they've ever done. Like, I know right. exactly how much you donated to Trump and when, you know, like. You can find that out. Yeah, it's called opensecrets.org. Mm. Yeah. I'm just anyone. checking to see if anyone is from Palm Beach, Florida, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Most of them seem from pretty progressive hubs, so let's fingers crossed. I also do want to give a shout out to Matt James, our first Black Bachelor. His mom, Patty, is one of the women. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Okay, well, look, everybody's going to find love. That's going to be interesting, though. The The family episodes will be interesting with, like, young, like, kids. It's like, young men like, being like, what's yeah. your fucking problem, Gary What's your Jerry? deal, Gary? It'll Why do you spell your name mom. Jerry, but you spell it Gary? God, we have to get our moms on this. It could go either way, Gary, because it's G-E-R-R-Y. So, like, I keep forgetting which one it is, like, which one I, I thought it was when I first saw it and which one it actually is, because it's neither. It's just a, it would be Gary, if anything, but he, he's Gary. really fucked us with this name, spelling yeah. pronunciation. Impressive, I mean, impressive stuff from the yeah. Golden Bachelor. All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. something you might not know about wireless sometimes what you see isn't what you get but with visible what you see is what you get switch to visible the wireless company that makes wireless visible get a one-line plan with unlimited 5g data powered by verizon just 25 dollars per month taxes and fees included switch now at visible.com monthly rate on the visible plan for data management practices and additional terms visit visible.com Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa. 
the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.